Hello there and welcome to ADHD Fest, the podcast all about adult ADHD with also some self-development and law of attraction thrown in there. We're going to find our fire and find our flow together. How are we all? I am excited for this week's episode. It's all about energetic spending. And if you know anything about the law of attraction, people talk heavily in the finance world about energetic spending. This is authors like Amanda Francis, like Denise Duffield Thomas. There's lots of leaders that talk about attracting more money into your life. And one of the ways you do that is through energetic spending. It doesn't encompass the whole thing, but it's just a really small but important part of welcoming abundance into your life. And I thought we could talk about it today and how it relates to ADHD and something called ADHD tax. So as you can see, I'm trying to jump right into the topic today because I've listened back to some of my other podcasts and I tend to waffle at the beginning. But just before we get right into the nitty gritty of it, I did want to mention that I am very, very excited because the Burnout Bible is finally here. I've created it specifically for you, particularly if you listen to my podcast on Are You Resting Wrong and ADHD Burnout. This is going to help you so, so much if you enjoyed that episode it's over on my website, which is adhdfest.com, but I'm also going to leave a link down below too for you. And I would love for you to let me know if you've bought the Burnout Bible and what you think of it and hashtag me at adhdfest or you can use the hashtag findyourfirefindyourflow. Very excited for you to all try this. It's available now, so go and get it. Go and get it right now. Okay, today's podcast. Energetic spending. What is it? How does it relate to us with ADHD and what the hell has it got to do with ADHD tax? I'm going to tell you right now. Energetic spending is the idea that all of money is energy. It's not a real thing. It's just pieces of paper. That's how we've made it physical. But actually, it's just energy. It's just receiving value for giving value. And we need to allow it to flow in order to gain a positive money mindset and to aid in our manifestation. We're just exchanging energy with somebody else and we want it to flow through us. That doesn't mean that savings are bad or anything like that. It's a whole wider topic. But what I wanna talk about today is spending with intention and getting that really good feeling. When you spend your money feeling good, it's a whole different ball game. It really changes your mindset around money. And I can speak to this personally because I, always for the majority of my life had a real lack mentality when it came to money. I also have a bit of a unique mindset I think around money because I just don't care about it that much or I should say I used to not care about it that much. I still don't fully understand numbers like I don't fully understand the value of money um, I don't know whether that's an ADHD thing. It's kind of like a number blindness. Like I know what's expensive and I know what's cheap, but those prices in the middle, I can never quite gauge, oh, is that good value for money or is that really expensive? I can't really work it out. So I've worked hard on my own money mindset over the years to really come with an abundance mindset, but also not waste money because you don't want to go to the other end of the spectrum where you're just spend the money willy-nilly on whatever you want and then you get yourself in a hole. So we don't want that, but we want to spend our money happily. We want to give it over happily and we want to fully receive the value for the money that we are given. And that is the basic concept of energetic spending. How that relates to us with ADHD is there's also something called ADHD tax. 
And there's several meanings to that, but basically, in a nutshell, it's spending on impulse and then regretting it later or buying something twice. I know I went through a phase, particularly in the pandemic, when we were doing a lot of online deliveries. I ended up with something like 11 bottles of bleach, the exact same brand, the exact same bottle of bleach, because I know this isn't the correct term, but it's object permanence, as in if I can't see it, I don't know it's there. So I would always think, oh, I've got no bleach. And I'd completely forget that I've already bought two bottles of it. And that's how I magically ended up with 11 bottles of bleach. And I've done that with so many things. So that would be classed as ADHD tax as well. You're overspending on things you don't need because you don't realise you've already got one. ADHD can mean we're really impulsive in our purchases and we get shiny object syndrome and we see this gadget or this latest trend and we think, wow, that's really going to be amazing. That's going to be great for my life. And we spend the money on impulse without really thinking about it. And then we lock it in a cupboard and we never think about that thing ever again. That would also be ADHD tax. Forgetting to pay for things and then being fined. This is like bills, um, missing appointments. I know sometimes with beauty appointments, if you miss one and you haven't given them notice, they're going to fine you and you can't go back to that salon again until you've paid that fine or you've already paid a deposit and you lose your deposit that would also be classed as ADHD tax this next one happens to me a lot it is losing things having to rebuy that thing because you actually really need it and then as soon as you've got the new one you find the one that you lost in the first place that is really annoying but generally ADHD tax we're chasing the dopamine a lot of the time and we're not using what we buy what do energetic spending and ADHD tax have in common? It can be a bit problematic actually because sometimes it's hard to work out which one it is in the moment, especially when we're in the chase in the dopamine feeling, when we're after that impulsive buy, when we've seen that gadget, when we're excited about a new hobby. It can be really hard to work out, is this energetic spending and am I feeling good because it's intuitive and high vibe? Or is it just shiny object syndrome? Am I chasing the dopamine? Does this feel good because it's exciting, but actually I'm not going to care about it later? The aftermath of ADHD tax, if it is the case, can be very low vibe and it can make us feel really guilty, like we've been wasteful in some way. And also it makes you feel a bit of a failure sometimes because you want to start, say, a new business and you buy all the things to do it and then you just can't bring yourself to actually use them and follow through and make that money back with your new business. I have been through this many, many times. I've got a lot of hobbies. I've got a lot of businesses I was deciding to start and I had to have all the gadgets for it before I could start. But then, of course... I didn't start or sometimes I did but I didn't really follow it through and we can feel really wasteful when we do that. I wish that I could give credit to the creator that I saw talking about this but I've actually seen several of them and I can't remember any of their names but you may have seen before it going round about ADHD brains and I believe brains in general especially through the law of attraction don't understand the difference between doing something and imagining doing something and I think this is what ties into that buying something for a new hobby and then never ever starting because actually when we're buying the thing our brains are full of imaginative, creative ideas and we fully immerse ourselves in, oh, it's going to be so exciting. Say we're buying watercolours, we're like, I'm going to have the best canvas and I'm going to do this painting, I'm going to do that painting. And we see ourselves, we visualise ourselves doing these things and we live it out in our minds 
And guess what? We get the dopamine hit as if we actually have already done it. So when it comes round to physically doing it and there's physical barriers towards that, the dopamine hit just isn't as big because we've already lived it out. We've already got that instant gratification in our imaginations. So that is why that happens, side note. So how do we combat this? How do we work out if we're excited to spend our money because it's energetic spending and it's intuitive and it's gonna be really positive and high vibe for us? And how do we know if it's ADHD tax? And how do we avoid that low vibe, guilty feeling, wasteful feeling afterwards? Firstly, we're gonna work on reframing and self-compassion because everything you buy, even if it's in a dopamine chase, is not wasted. It's 100% served an important purpose of bringing you joy. If you've ever read the Marie Kondo book, what's it called? You know the one I'm talking about, the magic of, the life-changing mag magic of tidying up or something like that. The Marie Kondo one about tidying up. You look at things that you're going to throw away and you thank them for what they did for you. And honestly, everything you buy in that dopamine hit, in that chase, looking at those new hobbies, those new things, they all served a purpose. When you were visualizing yourself doing that hobby, it gave you what you needed in that moment. And we can thank those things. We don't need to feel guilty. It's not a waste. It has ticked a box by buying it, even if we never, ever use that product. And I'm not saying that you should just buy impulsively. But if you find that you can't resist and you have bought something and it's sat there collecting dust, the worst thing you can do is layer guilt on top of that. And a lot of us keep hold of those things because we feel so guilty and then it just becomes clutter. And we that's where we get into like hoarding tendencies. It becomes clutter around you and it stresses you out even more. And every time you see that thing, guess what? You get another big massive dollop of guilt on top. So let's stop that right now. Let's have the self-compassion you bought it for a reason. It served its purpose. Even if you never used it for what it was designed for, it has helped you in your ADHD journey. You can thank it and you can let it go. Even if you never ever use it practically, just alleviate the guilt af aftermath. Self-forgiveness is what you need to do. You need to accept that this is going to happen. You are going to buy impulsively. You are going to forget to pay a bill and be fined. You are going to buy surplus things like 11 bottles of bleach because you have ADHD and it's through no fault of your own. And there's no point in piling guilt on top of yourself, in speaking badly to yourself. It just is what it is. Forgive yourself. Maybe even laugh about it. If you can get to a point where you can actually laugh at yourself genuinely, that's the best place to be. Just have a little giggle about it. It means nothing about you personally or morally. It's just a symptom of ADHD. It's not the end of the world. Feeling guilty about it won't erase the event. So, okay, we've bought the thing. We've had the fine, whatever. Take some time to think, can I make time to use this? So if you bought something for a hobby, it's sat there collecting dust, you've found it again. Ask yourself, can I make time to use this? And if you can, and if you want to, schedule it in your diary. Put it in your calendar right now in a time where you know you will use it. If the answer is no to that question, it's time to think about either donating it or selling it. If it's something that was pricey, 100% sell it. Don't do what I do a lot of the time, which is if I've bought something for £100 and I think oh, it's only going to make 50 if I sell it. So I think to myself, well, I'm not going to sell it then because I need to get the use out of it. I can't waste £50. No, 
the money is gone. That £100 is already gone. If you can make 50 back, that's 50 in your pocket. It's not that you are losing 50. You've already lost 100. You can make back 50. So sell it if you can. Do it on Marketplace. A website that I love at the moment is Vinted. I buy a lot of things on there. So if you are prone to buying, maybe don't go on Vinted because they have some really good stuff on there. But it's really easy to sell as well. The way they've set up the concept is you just take photos. It asks you all the right questions. You just tick boxes. And then if someone buys, they send you, they pay for the postage and they send you the printable address sticker with all the postage paid. Or I think they've, even now they've introduced, um, you don't even need to print the address. You just take it to a delivery shop locally, which um, there's two by me. There's a local Tesco Express that do it. Or there's the garage at the other end of the road and you can just take it there and they print the address label and put it on for you. So you literally just bag it up, take it there and then get the money. It's really good. If it's not worth anything or it's damaged, donate it and really think to yourself who would enjoy this item, this clothing, this hobby, this gadget. And really imagine that person receiving it for a great price. Donate it either to people who can use it for free or donate it to a charity shop where they're going to make some money and you're going to please two people because there's money towards charity and there's the person that's got an absolute bargain and can get great use out of that item. So I hope that illustrates to you how absolutely nothing is wasted. You've got the potential to take at least three good things out of that. You've got the initial win when you purchase the thing then you've got the great feeling when you sell something and get some money back, or you've got a great feeling when you donate it to charity or to a friend who might need it and you can feel all those great feelings. And let's face it, what's better or more high vibe than that? That really is energetic spending, you're spending that item. Okay, so that covers the ADHD tax part and trying to remove that guilt around it and taking our vibe higher up that scale. The next thing is you wanna give some time to think about past purchases that you actually are really glad that you spent the money on. For me, I really love, it's a random thing, but one of the things I'm always so thankful for every time I use it is my shark hoover. So it's just like the little handheld hoover. I was influenced by Mrs. Hinch to get one and they came up for like 90 pound, I think, during Black Friday. And I really didn't know whether to buy it or not. I thought, oh God, is this just me again? like trying to get the latest doohickey and Mrs. Hinch uses it so oh I've got to use it but it was on offer because I think normally it's like a hundred and something so I was just like do you know what I'm just gonna get it and it really has changed my life in a positive way and every time I use it I feel really good I think it's particularly good for my version of ADHD because if it's not quick and easy I'm not gonna do it so it feels really satisfying that it's always charged I can just pick it up it's tiny it's not heavy and I can just quickly hoover something up a mess and I absolutely love it so for me that was real energetic spending I bought myself a quality product it wasn't cheap, but it also wasn't the most expensive thing. And I want to talk about that as well. When we talk about energetic spending, it doesn't have to be the most expensive item in the world. Even if you go into Primark and buy yourself a new outfit, it's about how it makes you feel. So instead of just going to the bargain basement and buying whatever you can afford, you can find other ways to buy things that make you feel rich, that make you feel happy, that make you feel high vibe and grateful. And that is actually why I got onto Vinted. 
This really isn't an ad for Vinted, by the way. I'm not getting sponsored, although maybe I should be. Um, I go onto Vinted and I buy really nice Nike trainers that I've wanted. And I only tick the new with tags or um, new without tags. And basically, I've got some amazing things. Like I got some Nike Air Max that I've really wanted that were like £180 in the shop. And I got them for £40 on Vinted. Only I know that they cost that. It doesn't make any difference to how I feel about them that I only paid £40. Guess what? They make me feel rich. They make me feel happy and they're really comfortable. So it doesn't have to be breaking the bank. You can go onto discount sites. You can go into Primark, but it's just you want to look around and think to yourself, I want to buy something that feels like quality to me. That feels amazing. Denise Duffield Thomas talks about this in her book, Get Rich Lucky Bitch, about incremental upgrades. And it's about buying things like new underwear. If you look in your underwear drawer, is the holes, is it a bit washed out? Just go and buy yourself some cheap underwear that looks amazing. If you, <laughs> Or you can go and buy the expensive underwear if you can afford it. And that's what makes you feel good. Just go and spend that money on that and just wearing it will make you feel better and that is energetic spending. Give yourself permission to make purchases like the ones that you've thought of from the past that make you happy still today. So for example, I bought my handheld Shark Hoover. It makes me feel really happy every time I use it. And to be honest, this year in the Black Friday sale, I might buy a second one only because I've got one upstairs and one downstairs and I'd like to use separate ones for like floor messes and tabletop messes and that might sound extravagant to you and it probably is to certain people but to me it's really well spent and there's other areas of my life where I don't spend a lot of money that other people would. It's all what makes you feel good. That's the magic source is it's got to be specific to you. Some people want Louis Vuitton handbags, some people want Christian Louboutin. I can't even say that word, Christian Louboutin. I'm not going to try. Shoes. Other people like shark hoovers. You do you. Then we come on to bills. This can be really hard for people, particularly if you're in debt, particularly if your bills are high now. This is such a difficult time for us in the cost of living crisis, particularly with energy bills being so high, petrol. We really need to work on reframing this because me and my husband, actually, or my husband and I, often have this conversation because he gets really wound up by the energy bills going up, which is completely understandable because we've had them at one price and then suddenly they're like a massive price and it's just a basic need, isn't it? Water, heat, electricity, it's there are basic needs these days and to pay through the nose for them feels really unfair. But the fact of the matter is the price is the price and they are basic things that we need. And there's ways to save money where we can, you know, I've got my heating on a timer and it comes on when we're in the house only. And, you know, you can wear extra layers and stuff like that. Of course, we should do those. We should be sensible. But when the bill comes and you have already used that heat and you've already used your phone to call people and your phone bill comes... Whatever bill comes, we really need to work on reframing our mindset around it. What was the value you got out of that? And really think about it, especially if you've got children, this is a lot easier, I would say, because with things like heat, things like food, you can really think about this concept of like reverse gratitude. 
I've mostly heard Francesca Amber talk about this, having gratitude for something by thinking about what your life would be like without it. So for example, my boiler broke, not this Christmas, the Christmas before, and it was so cold. It was absolutely freezing. We live in like a big old house. We had old windows in it, so the energy efficiency was just absolutely terrible. And we were freezing cold. We had no hot water. We were having cold showers. And honestly, I was miserable. I was so miserable. And I 100% know there's people worse off than that in the world. But just putting myself back in that mindset makes it very easy for me to now be so grateful, so thankful for a hot shower and to really be grateful paying those energy bills because I know what it feels like to not have hot water, to not have heating. I know what it feels like to not have electricity. Have you ever been in a power cut? And you don't realize how much we use and suddenly you can't do anything. And you're all right if it's daytime, but if it's nighttime, oh wow, that happened to us probably last year as well. Going around the house, trying to find batteries, trying to find torches. It was crazy. So if you can put yourself in the mindset of what would my life be like without this? For example, you're paying your car tax. Imagine your life without your car. Try and do your life without your car for one day and you'll be so grateful and you will be so happy to pay that bill. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you that I've got the money to pay this bill because my life is so much more improved by it. And I know that's difficult. I don't say that without thought, especially in these times. I'm just trying to get you to see how you can feel better. You're going to have to pay the bills anyway. The bills are there, whether we like it or not. So we may as well get on board. We may as well get into the right frame of mind. And honestly, that will make a huge difference to you energetically. And I think that covers all the bases around energetic spending and ADHD tax. I don't want to go on any more about it because I think just this small subject could make a massive difference to your life. So I don't want to expand too much and overwhelm you with the information. If you do have any more questions, if there is an area of that that you don't think I've covered, please do come and ask me them over on Instagram. I'm at ADHD Fest. That's mostly where I check my messages most often. Otherwise, you can find me on Facebook too. And we have our Facebook community, ADHD Fest, the group. Or is it the community? I can't remember now, but it's ADHD Fest. Find your fire, find your flow. You can also sign up to our email newsletter to hear all the latest news and hear about the latest podcasts when they come out. And don't forget, we've got the Burnout Bible. At the moment, we've got the Bright Issue. I had a bit of a, um, what do they call it? I can't think of the word, but basically a test group. I tried it out with a few of my ADHD friends and they have absolutely loved it. And we went for the super bright, super exciting 80s vibe style. But I'm actually working on one. I'm do putting one in the works that is more neutral, more classic, more minimalist, because I know some of us prefer that vibe. At the moment, the bright one is out. You can go and check that out on the website, adhdfest.com. And I hope you all have a lovely week. I'll speak to you soon. Bye.